0: hey y'all welcome back to another episode of and that's on what the podcast with your host alicia waje aka queen of the dark skin baddies i want to welcome y'all to episode number six we are just getting it. Like, we're just rolling. Like, I'm so happy to be doing this with y'all. Like, y'all have been so great to me. Like, uh, all the reviews, the reposts, all of my friends from different areas. Like, I, when I looked at my, you know, to see where my reach was, I see people coming in from um, from New York, um, the Virgin Islands. Like, I'm so happy that y'all are rocking with me and y'all like my content and like my podcast. And I'm just so happy that we could be here today. So, I wanted to get into talking about uh, confidence today. I get so many questions about where do I get my confidence from? How do I become more confident? And sometimes um, when I do get that question, it's like I, I can tell that I've come a long freaking way from, from just just how people see me now as opposed to how, who I was in like elementary school, middle school. I was very much a follower very much of um, a hoodie wearer, um, very much like I'm not about to put on no makeup. I'm not about to wear colored hair. I'm not about to make myself look any noticeable than I already am. That was pretty much like middle school, whatever. Um, towards the end of middle school is when I really started like getting, I guess, more proud of who I am. I was still having issues with, um, with my body image. I was still having issues with my skin color. Um, the thing that i started elevating in is like uh, i started putting colors in my hair and i really liked that and i started wearing makeup a little bit here and there and that really started kind of um, opening me up to different opportunities and as soon as i started doing that um in i was around positive people too so even though i was um, bigger always i was always bigger anyway even though i was that size i i still played sports um, i still wanted to do everything that everybody else wanted to do i was uh i went to middle school at south uh not southeastern i don't know why i said southeastern but um southwest middle school um i went there and um every season i played the sport cuz we had nothing else to do so i played basketball i played soccer i played volleyball um and uh i did shot put like in the track i did shot put and um Every time I got someone saying like, "Oh, I don't know, you did this," like, "Girl, you must, you know, I love how confident you are." Some it took me a while to understand that where the word confident like switched from being a, a backhanded compliment to a regular compliment because people always tell me, um, or they used to always tell me, like, "Oh, you're so confident," and the rest of that that was hidden would be, "You're so confident to be." What you to be your size and doing what you're doing, to be your skin color doing what you're doing. Skin color as in, like, everybody knows that colorism exists. We we don't want to talk about it, but it's always there. So, like, me being darker than any of my friends, I used to be ashamed of that. I used to hate being dark skin. Like, I used to hate it. I used to try to wear, like, makeup to kind of lighten up, like, pieces of my skin or whatever. I was never going to do, like, you know, bleach or anything like that. I probably would have if I had the money. You never know what could have happened during that time. But I was trying to, like, use makeup to kind of lighten myself up. They had this whole, you know, light skin was everything type thing. And, like, I was just like, man, I'm so dark. And I did not like it. Like, my confidence was so low um, when I was um, growing up. And 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 I'm, it's like, one, I'm African, too. So, you know, all those old names, the African booty scratcher and, like, uh, just, you know, all the funny old, like, blacky, dark, whatever, just all the jokes that I would get from my own, like, kind, like, my friends or so-called friends or people who I used to be around or um, just people at school, like, bullies and stuff like that. So I always got picked on about my size and about my, my color. And even though they were also black people and they were also big people, too, even the people who had the same characteristics I had, they would just pick on me because I was an easier target because I didn't stand up for myself and my confidence was super, super low. So what got me into breaking that mold a little bit was playing sports. When I started realizing like okay, I'm kind of good at some of this stuff, like I want to keep doing it. Um when I got to high school, I joined the dance team. Like I was kind of over being okay, I'm a big girl, but I'm going to just hide behind um hide behind the scenes and just put on a hoodie so I can hide my stomach and all this stuff like that. So like I I kind of I broke that mold really fast because I, I knew that I was. there was more to me and my personality than what I looked like. So when I started getting into the dance team, that's when I, I was still a little iffy about my, my skin color, for sure. And certain things that I did wear, it's like my confidence was still in and out, but I was still pushing to be more confident. Even if I didn't believe it all the way on the inside, I was pushing for it on the outside. I was making other people believe that, listen, I got this in the bag, like you know, nobody can say, tell me nothing. Like I'm out here doing this. I had, uh, if you, if you were in high school with me, you saw me on the school news in crazy behind outfits. I was always wearing some weird costume, um, uh, wearing some weird costume on, um, the school news. Um, just being very like, I've always been vocal anyway. I love talking to people. I love talking in a, uh, about crowds, um, into crowds. Um, Every time that I got in front of people, I didn't even see my flaws. Like I was just like, I'm speaking in front of all these people. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get a kick of nervousness. But once I start talking, it's pretty much over for me after, after that point. So when I realized that I was comfortable speaking in front of large crowds, I joined um, the, I was in chorus. I was in the drama club. I did the musical theater. Um, I really, every department that if you went to Kathleen, every department in that little building where all the arts and electives were, I was in all of them. Band all of it, I just wanted to be known for for just being myself. i didn 't know how I was going to do it, but that's just something that I wanted to do. So my confidence really sprung out by me joining things and being around groups of people who wanted to see me succeed and when i when I started doing that, man, I inspired so many people along the way. like there has been numerous amounts of people who have contacted me um, outside of school later on just whenever um they realize that um not even realize but whenever they um see me on social media they would message me like oh my gosh like i'm so proud of you and your journey like i'm so like i wish i could be as confident as you comments like that really you know they were triggering because i'm like man uh people feel like the way that i felt in elementary school and middle school people felt that way in high school and then the way that people the way that i felt In high school, people still feel today. You know what I mean. So, when I started getting messages like that, it just it kind of fuels me even more to keep doing what I was doing. I ran for a homecoming court. Like I was in the homecoming court, and back then, you know, a girl didn't know how to do her eyebrows. I didn't know how to do my eyebrows. I didn't know how how to do no types of makeup. I actually hated color on my skin complexion. And I think um, one girl during the dance team, when I was doing, um, when we had recitals, she told me something that would stick to me forever. And she was like, girl, dark skin is the best complexion to do makeup on. Um, You should should definitely wear colors or something of that sort. So after she said that to me, I kind of like, I kept that in, like, with me for a very long time, like, uh, obviously, till this day. So... When I started like getting accustomed customer, like, okay, I can wear these colors, like I can I can look the way I want it to look and not feel that I need to hide myself. So a lot of the confidence came from hearing what other people are saying and like uh taking just a minute to self-reflect on how other people view me. Because a lot of times I was the person at myself the hardest, you know? So I feel like a lot of people struggle with that today. You see it in just society in general, like everybody's getting, you know, surgeries and like changing their body and changing how they look, their skin complexion, all these things. And it's like, yes, I understand when people want to, you know, you are in charge of your body wholeheartedly. Like you're in charge of your body and you, you know, to an extent, obviously, <laughs> but you're able to do what you want with your body and have your self image is, you know, you can have it. But a lot of times people on Instagram and, uh, Twitter, all that, they they make you feel like you have to look like this. Like, if you don't look like this, you're not one of the chosen ones. You're not going to be getting these brand deals, like, invest in your body and then invest in your teeth and then, boom, you're you're tick, Instagram famous. Like, you're going to have a lot of money. You're going to get all these influencer jobs. And you could be a bottle girl, like, all these, you know what I mean, very materialistic things. So... Excuse me. Um when I talk about confidence, it's not something that that comes easy. Sometimes you kind of have to push yourself into a space where you might be uncomfortable, but that's the part where you you can kind of test like, okay, how am I going to adapt from here? So when I was on the volleyball team, I didn't care if I was like the the only black girl somewhere or the only bigger girl somewhere, I was going to play. Like, I was going to play. I was going to do everything that I saw everybody else doing. I was still going to run. I was still going to do all those things that the team does because I was a part of the team. And people didn't see me as something else. They saw me as a part of their team. So that's what really sparked my interest in, like, just being a part of groups that I knew I could stand out in. Because a lot of the times, oh, I loved when people underestimated me. Like, when... I was in tennis. Like, a lot of people don't know I played tennis. I played tennis at Kathleen. My first year of playing tennis, I um, I bounced around becoming, like, uh, I was, like, the number five or number four. I think I was number five. Like, when you play tennis, you have five people who kind of place, and then you play other schools like that. And I... I did not lose a single game. Even as number five. Like I was like at the end of it because I was just starting out. It was the first time I was playing tennis. But in my entire regular season, I won all of my games. And that was the first time I ever played tennis. So up until we got to the competition, like the um, I guess the championship or whatever it was, like the really um other schools, um, we we had certain uh leagues that we did and um when I got to that point that's when I had like my first loss but whatever it is in our regular season I lost none of the games and the amount of you know I'm a Libra we love attention so the amount of attention that I got from um like dang who is this girl like you done did this 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 and this and I was very like my confident level boosted even more and I couldn't wait to the next year so by the time I got to um um, well, let me pause there for a second because um not only was I playing tennis, I was also playing um volleyball. And when I was playing volleyball, um I started that in middle school and when I came to high school, I was really I was still really good to where people would um they they had a nickname for me, called like Boom or something like that. Whatever it was, it was like when I were to serve, they all made a sound and it was fun, like it was exhilarating because people didn't see me as all of the flaws that I used to have. Um, that I, that I used to have kind of hovering over me all the time. So people didn't see me as that. They saw me as like, I was, you know, I was feeling like a little celebrity. Like, I was like, you know, look at all these people cheering for me. Like, cheering for me because I'm a part of a team, not because I'm just the big girl. You know what I mean? So it was just different feeling that because I didn't have to, like, prove to people why I was special or I didn't have to... I didn't have to do much because everything I did just just spoke for itself. So, a lot of times I loved being in spaces where I knew I was different and I knew I was the only one of something, only black girl, only this girl, only that girl. I I was I I literally I, I don't even know how I I started doing that type of um I don't I don't know how I started doing that team stuff, but when I did, it was just kind of over at that point. So, fast forward back to tennis, I started pl- I played all my years of coll- uh not college. I played all my years of high school, and by the time I got to um 12th grade, I was bouncing around between the 1 and 2 position. Like I was really really good. Like <laughs> your girl was on her Serena, and <laughs> I was really good to where um I caught the attention of some people. I was actually um signed to play at Southeastern University. And I was in the newspaper and everything. Like, they got to do a story on me. Like, you can you can Google me, baby. If you um, Google my first last name and put, like, SCU tennis team, because um, they did, like, a rollout of who was about to play in the next season. So, unfortunately, like, I got hurt, so I couldn't continue playing. I didn't even play, like, my first year of college, even after, like, all of my training and stuff like that throughout the summer. Um, so, I did not end up playing, but it was still a great freaking feeling to know that, like, this girl that thought that she was so less than growing up was in this position to where when people played me during tennis all they saw was like oh this <laughs> this girl ain't about to do nothing and i beat them like every single time and it was like it was the best feeling i think i put that on my bio when they asked me like whoever interviewed me that day for um their their article um it was like the best feeling to me was so when, when someone has underestimated me. And in the game of tennis, if if you ever played, a lot of it is a mind game. As soon as you get defeated in your mind, the whole game is yours. Like the whole game is yours. So you don't even have to do that much to win because the other person is going to get frustrated that they keep hitting the ball out or like they keep missing. They're going to get frustrated and lose the game because they 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 thought they had us in the bag and they underestimated you especially me in my position, um, I can only speak for myself, but they underestimated me and I was still able to do what I needed to do. And that just, it it just elevated me even more. So the fact that I was probably one of the only plus size girls to ever probably get assigned uh, to a school for tennis and ever, it, it really made me feel confident like in that moment just by itself. So I didn't care what I looked like. Um, to other people. So that, that really helped me in my confidence in high school. And now when, when, when the people that I went to high school with, if they see me, they, they called me out as the girl who did everything. And when I tell you I did everything, picture day. I had to change like eight shirts because everybody did their club pictures on the same day. And I literally had all the shirts in my backpack and I had to keep changing. And every school period, they're like, we know you have to go. We know you have to go. So I was in all the uh, the class photos. So if you look at the yearbooks, there I am smiling and waving, like being me as is, is happy as can be. Because I was super confident with who I was just from just from being in high school. And that's literally where my, I can really truly say high school is where my confidence peaked. Because, baby, after that, it it was really over for everybody. I was on the school news. I did the anchor. Uh, I, was, I anchored the show a lot. Um, I love being in front of the camera. Like, I don't know, whatever, it's just whatever I have that is in me, whoever influenced me at that time, like, I guess I surrounded, I'm not even guess, I know that I surrounded myself with people who were not judgmental. Like, I knew what crowd I needed to belong in. Like, I knew where I felt welcomed and where I didn't. You know what I mean? So I wasn't the type to just stick around for things because uh, my mom helped me with that. Like, you know, just instilling to me, like, hey, if you're not invited, don't go. If you're not, you know what I mean? If you, If something's seeming off, you need to leave or you need to, you know what I mean, adjust or, you know, figure it out. But, you know, you need to make sure that you're not letting anybody make you feel small. So that's exactly what I did. So when I started, you know... Doing my when I started doing hair and all that stuff, like it was over, like it was really, it was really over, y'all. So, I I keep saying that because that's that's all I could think about is like the words just is it was over, like that, that whole part of me was dead. Like, I didn't have to figure out who I was because everything I was becoming, like, it it was already here before I can even realize who I was and like who I needed to be and how, conf- how my confidence just elevated. So when I got to college, it was just kind of, it was natural to me. People didn't question it like how they probably did in high school. And I was able to just take a, take take everything that I've learned and kind of work on it even more in my coming years. Um, I got more comfortable around guys, especially when I got to um college or whatever you know i got more comfortable talking to people who were um you know good looking i guess you know what i mean sometimes people are intimidated by people who are really really pretty or like you know what i mean as as far as your eyes whatever you you um deem as beautiful or whatever it is so you kind of get discouraged by people you think that okay i don't look like you or i don't look you know, like the kind, like I don't look Instagram model, but I can still speak to you like you're a person. I can still smile with because I know I'm just as bad as you are. You know what I mean? So my confidence level, it I feel like it elevates every season that I'm in because that's just the kind of person that I am. And that's the person that I'm also, that I knew that I was meant to be. Because if I were to stay that person, stay around the people that I used to be around, then I would have hated myself. And when I say hate, it's not like okay, we know that everybody has those um, depressed moments and all that stuff. But I, 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 there, I hated things about myself that I dreamed and cried that I could change. And when I realized that Alicia, you did not need to change these things about yourself, and you don't have to like in the future either, it was it was it. So when I realized that. It was it was a nice turning point for me because I took that with me, I take that with me everywhere. It's in my personality, it's in my affirmations. When I need to tell myself something, when I'm having my low moments, I have to remind myself of you are great, like you are beautiful, you are everything that you're meant to be. Because those affirmations help you. So if you're um like people ask me like if there was a tutorial on how to be more confident. I, it's like, I can't really give you that, but I can help you. I can give you resources or give you tips as far as what you can do to remind yourself that you are confident. Because people have a different perception of what confident is. You can be confident in your in your skill to work um, the job that you're working. You can be confident in driving. You can be confident in all these different areas. So, if you know that you can do something in your head or in your skills or in your practice, like, not many people know that they can drive until they start driving, you know what I mean? So confidence is something that you have to keep working at. You have to keep reminding yourself that you are enough. You are the person that you're you're wanting to be or deemed to be. So I think a lot of times um, affirmations help with that. Like, if you – even you can put sticky notes around. There's apps for it. I used to have an app. Um, I I forget the name, but it used to send me uh, notifications, just little things saying like, you're a great person, Um, you got this, simple things that'll help you just remind yourself of your goals, like your personal, emotional goals, physical goals, like all of that. So affirmations do help, even if you have to text yourself or write it down in a journal, affirmations are one thing that, that definitely help your confidence level. Um, again, being around groups that celebrate you, um, people that don't, you know, turn heads when you, when you say something weird or like quirky or whatever it is, like something that you think that might be embarrassing. Like, you know what I mean? Getting around the perfect crowd that goes back to the episode I had a few weeks ago that talked about friendships. You know what I mean? Those people holding you accountable for your confidence. Um, that definitely helps because the people that I was around definitely, like, my childhood friends, that, especially the friends that I have today that um, knew me from, um, from way past middle school, elementary school on up, um, those people definitely um, are still in my life, and they definitely helped mold the person that I became today. So I can't give you, like, a, a step-by-step on how to be more confident. All I can do is tell people that, listen, if you remind yourself every day, even day—it doesn't even have to be every day— Monthly, whatever you want to do for yourself, if you can just remind yourself, like, what it takes to to keep your sanity, like, okay, if I need to tell myself every day that I'm I'm not lazy, then I'm not going to be lazy. You speak into existence all the time, like, your confidence, I'm telling you, is just not, it's just not physical, it's just not, um, you know, on the outside, because... All of those things make you like all of the things that you are built up, like all of your skills, all of that is confidence. So when you're looking at these people on Instagram and I think the weirdest thing I heard or the craziest thing I heard was um, I want to say it was Twitter or Instagram. One of the posts, it was like, oh, if you can't um, if you can't change your your body, if you can't afford to do a BBL or whatever, (laughs) whatever it was, then you're broke or something like that. So, one, that whole comment alone fed into people's lack of confidence financially, physically, and mentally, and emotionally. Because not only are you thinking about, damn, I don't look like this. I can't afford to look like this. I I don't, you know what I mean? I, I don't have anybody around me that looks like this. And all I see is my Instagram lighting up with people who look like this or think like this. And those people... 9 times out of 10, they're still searching for something that they didn't find in that surgery. Not saying, like, surgery is bad or, um, you know, making certain enhancements are bad. But I think making people feel like they have to do those things in order to become more confident, that's that's the thing that um, that really matters. So when I talk about confidence, I, I, I always um, go back to when I felt like I needed to change what I looked like it was different for me, you know? So I just want people to understand, you have to, you really have to stop looking at that Instagram stuff. Like, a lot of that shit is fake, and <laughs> a lot of it is doctored and, like, edited, and, like, a lot of people don't don't have the confidence that they lead on to have. That's why it's always important to accumulate your own and practice those things. Because if you don't, I'm telling you you're going to keep asking those same questions over and over. How can I be more of this? How can I be less of that? And it's, it's not going to fulfill you in life. And I'm telling you, as soon as you reach that confidence level, you can do anything that you want. Why are we about to eat it? If you're in Lakeland, there is a sushi place I like to go to called Fancy Q. It is on 98 North. It's like across the street. It's like in the plaza where like Party, party City is, I think. And it's across the street from like... um the TJ Maxx, like that whole place. It's not. It's over there. It's called Fancy Cute, and they have like really, really good sushi. I don't even know what the role was that I called it because usually when I go get sushi, I um one, I like sushi that's cooked. I haven't tapped in. I've had raw sushi before, and it's not bad. I just don't have it all the time. Like I've had um I guess I had like the topping was like raw tuna or something like that that I had before, and it's really good. I'm a sushi person, so you know, you know, a lot of people don't like sushi, but. I'm definitely a sushi person <laughs> and Fancy Q is really good. Um, I think um I also had the rice and the rice is pretty good. Um, not even pretty good. It was really good. Like I don't even know why I'm downplaying it like this, but I went to Fancy Q I think three times in in the whole time I've been at Lakeland because when I go there I spend way more than I should responsibly. So <laughs> be careful when you do go get sushi there because you might want to buy everything. Um that's what I had. I had um not like a lobster a lobster uh sushi roll and they like deep fried it and something else and uh, it was great. <laughs> so that is Fancy Q in Lakeland, Florida. So if you're looking for it, that's where you find it. <laughs> have several seats. So everyone knows what's going on with the whole um the overturning of the Roe versus Wade, the whole thing. This this is what can have several seats worrying about somebody else's body like just let it go like people it's like before like I don't even understand like the time has been so it's been forever they've been arguing about abortion and what gets me is that the amount of people who are pro-life are the least amount of people who are adopting people and it's like if you're not going to adopt these children or make sure they have a safe environment to even grow up in then why are you making forcing people to have these children we've seen too many stories of parents who don't deserve kids who 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 rather not who rather you know do what they're going to do like a person I'm the only reason I'm I'm not even pro... I wouldn't even call myself pro anything. I'm just do whatever you want to do. Like, I know personally, I'm not going to... um, Like, personally, I don't want to have abortions because I just feel like it's... If I... It depends on circumstances, I guess. But a lot of times in my family, like, if we... You make a mistake or whatever, yeah, you deal with the consequences, but we have a support system. But not everybody has that support system. Someone can get raped or um just violated you just never know what goes on in someone's life, molested, who knows? And it's like they're one, they're not financially stable, mentally stable to have these kids. So for law to come into play about female bodies, it just it's just an it's a never ending cycle of, of why. <laughs> That's all I can say about it. So you're gonna see all these protests. You're gonna see all of these um these speeches and like everybody's think pieces on this, um, over the next few weeks or even months, like it's going to be, it's going to continue over and over. What I just don't understand is why can't you just let it go and just let people live. But the reason it's like one, you're not even going to stop people from having abortions. You're going to stop people from having safe abortions. And who knows what that death toll may be. I don't want to jinx anything. I don't want to call anything out, but people may get hurt in the process of trying to do certain things. So that's, what I think could have several seats. And um, people are, you know, oh, they're blaming like the president, they're blaming all these other people. But also, it's also our fault too, because you don't go out and vote. And when you vote, you get to change people who are in Congress or who are locally, like you get to change these people who are in office so you can cater to your needs. So if you don't vote, then you can't really talk about what you what you uh, think the government should do because you had your chance to, to um to weigh in on that and you neglect it to, to have that. So I feel like the people who aren't voting, who aren't, you know, in like, oh yeah, I don't want to do the whole politics thing. The people who aren't using their voices shouldn't say anything at all. So that's my take on the whole thing. And I kind of, I, I'm not going to stop talking about it. Every chance that I get, I'm going to be promoting it. But I just feel like the simple words, if it's my body, it's definitely my choice. And I want people to know that that whole Everybody's opinion can just, just have several seats on that end. So step on these necks, sis. I don't know who knows this man, this wonderful man I'm about to talk about, but he is trampling on these necks. His name is Titus Moy. Um, he is a photographer in Lakeland, Florida. And when I tell you he is the com. like I took pictures with him. Um, well, I first met him when he took pictures for my... um. My cousin's graduation, I met him. And when I when I looked at him just work, I'm like, one, you see the passion. You see, you just see all of it. You see everything that he's um that he's acquired in his career just at its best. He does such an amazing job. He took pictures for me and my boyfriend's um Christmas photos. Um he is like, he's such a sweet person. Um I've I've met him on like when I've met him, it was just I don't know. He has great energy. And I just wanted to shout him out because he is doing the thing with these photos. He just um, redid his uh, studio. It's called TGM Studios in um, Lakeland, but he, he just uh, changed it to TGM Luxury Studios, um, I, I want to make sure it's correct. Um, um, I'll definitely put it down in the description. But um, TGM Studios, TGM Luxury Studios, um, if you're in the area or if you're not in the area, he's international. He will travel. He has a package for weddings, um, makeup, hair, all of it. Like, he is the guy that could will connect you to whoever you need to be connected to, but he is doing the thing. He is stepping on these necks and I wanted to give him his flowers right now while he is here. And I definitely will be booking soon. um, headshots, um, model work, any product shoots, like whatever you want to shoot. He is the guy to do it. And, um, I just wanted to shout him out and that's Titus Moy and he is in Lakeland, Florida. You can look him up on Instagram, um, on Facebook. And, um, uh, he also has um, his website, too. So definitely get at him for all of your photography needs because he is really doing it out here. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of And That's On What The Podcast. Tune in again with me next Monday as we have an amazing journey um, on this just this, this wild time that we live. And I just want to thank you all for rocking with me and celebrating life with me and just just continuing to be great. So you can go ahead and follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and and that's a what pod and Twitter and um, though make sure you follow me on Patreon. Um, Make sure you um, you got to get on there. If you get on there, you'll get that exclusive content. You'll get that behind the scenes. You get those special videos, those spicy topics, you know, the things that you really want to talk about. And um, just join the community. And that's on ATOW Pod. So make sure you just hear and tune in with me all the time, every week. Um, I just want you to remember, confidence is key. And you need to practice that and make sure that you remind yourself of how great you are and remind yourself how confident you are. And you'll be exactly that. And that's on what? Confidence. You won't break my soul.